What's up, guys? How's it going? Welcome Sound to Chris. Saturday. Yep. How's everybody doing? That's nice to know. That's Good nice. evening. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, guys? What's up? Now, if we could just figure out which direction this is going. That what would do you be, mean? That'd be perfect. Well, is it going up or is it scrolling down? Looks like it's whoever scrolling up. No, whoever comes first. I mean, yeah. First comes Because he was on the bottom. Be, now he's. Um, yeah, he's going to be from the top to the bottom. You sure? Yeah. Okay, as long as you figure it out. Getting a new rig ready. Yeah, it's it's been a struggle. Um, but I tell you what, though, it's pretty neat. We found this cool little keyboard. Look at this guy. This thing is, huh? is this is not the sexiest thing you've ever seen. This little guy right here. That's nice. So, yeah. So it, we're we're still working out a few kinks, but it's moving along pretty good. And of course, as you can notice, those of you guys that watch the show, there's a lot less clutter up here. Um, and then, hey, look at that. And then. Since last week somebody made the comment, there you go. All the shit stuff is gone out of the toolbox. Oh, the what? And if yeah. you notice, the tripods have moved over here now. They're all they're all lined up over here. Um, move this around. There's Fernando's new toolbox right there. Oh, hey, it's on the spring. Yep. There's Fernando's new toolbox, all set and ready to go. So. We're working on it. We're working on it. Yeah, definitely. You good? Are the show's already started? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show's already started. Yeah. We don't want to be here all, all till midnight, you know. Okay. Are you locking up over there when you're done? Okay. Perfect. All right. So, from DC. So, can you see the yeah. comments in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, let me see. You just need to figure out how to get the comments on the. Um, on the uh, yeah, the laptop. Yes. All right, so you can see the comments. All right. Yeah. What did Dustin just say? Um, Dustin. Oh yes, we did get to Halo Nine. Yes. Um, and we didn't get a chance to play with it this week because we've really been every every extra minute we had. Turn that down. We get it. We get it on Monday. Yeah, we did get it on Monday, but every minute that we've had extra has been spent cleaning and reorganizing the install bay. Yeah. So. Um, we're we're hoping that this week coming up we'll be able to do something with it. Yep. Special. Yeah. Hey, look, there's a Camaro kit right there. Ah. Oh. So, um, so from Atlanta, looking for an installer. No, right now we're good. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the Kicker seven-inch components? They have a seven-inch component now. You know what? You're right. They do. They just. I we, we were just talking about that last week. Miami in the house. And yeah. honestly, I didn't know anything about it. So I'll get back to you on that one. We have to do a little bit more on that. What's up, Cody? This week, we really haven't played. Like, we've gotten in a lot of the new yeah. Pioneers. Yeah. All, actually, we've gotten in all the new AVH Pioneers. Yes. And we'll let you in on a couple secrets on Pioneer. If you wanted a 2330 or a 1330, mm -hmm. they're end of life. So whatever's out there now is the last of it. I'm sure I'm not supposed to mention this, but they're gone. So the new versions of those radios, yeah. which are going to be the exact same radios with new model numbers, will be out probably in the next, less than the next two weeks. So the replacements for the NEX 2330, 1330s, they're coming. Yeah. Also, if you have one of those radios, if you didn't check out the podcast that we do, um, we do the podcast, it usually goes up uh, Thursday morning. Carlos? Yep. Wednesday night, Thursday morning, yeah. uh, we talked about updates because Pioneer just did a ton of updates for 
the 1330s, 2330s, the 391s, the 491s, those whole mm -hmm. things. Um, so those are those are those all had updates in February yeah. that fixed a ton of issues. Uh, Waze is one of them that got fixed. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're saying. Um, so we've been doing it in all the radios that we had. One of the features. Right. One of the problems that those radios had that a lot of people didn't know about was that if you were trying to access the EQ settings while you were in CarPlay or Android Auto, mm -hmm. you couldn't do it. That's been fixed in this update. I'm guessing just by pure chance. What's up from New York? Yeah. Wondering if the, let's see, one of dual Bluetooth. No, the 4200 does not have dual Bluetooth. Um, no. Ever thought about Cali Branch? No, but I will be in California this summer, vacation. Um, I installed my LP7 power to got power from my amp. Yes, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, you, if you LP7 too, typically what we do is it's got three wires: yellow, blue, black. We just go right into the amplifier and get the power from the constant 12 volts and ground we ran back. Easy, simple install. It looks great. Um, yeah. Where do you guys mount the backup camera that come with the 42? Uh, if we're doing a 4201, that camera that comes with it, we typically mount that as a front camera with those and not a backup camera. On an F-150, we're doing a tag cam or a handle cam because, yeah, what you can do if you want, okay, so if you want to use that camera on your F-150, mm -hmm. Alpine makes a tag cam mount. It's a universal tag cam mount. Mm -hmm. um, go to Alpine's website or just Google Alpine tag cam mount. Um, it's like 25 bucks. That's what we use anytime we have to definitely use that camera as a backup camera. Um, right. I know we've put it in a couple videos, but yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know the model number. What do you I got? just bought a Pioneer 7800BT flip out. Uh, what volume I start the story? 38. 38. 38. If you go back and watch, pretty much Pioneers all clip at the same volume. So if you go back and uh, if you check out any of the SMD DD1, um, radio reviews of the um, AVHs, it's always going to be 38 is where they clip. And I believe you can get plus two on the on the volume for the subwoofer. But remember, you don't have to, that, that's just where it's going to clip. So depending on the source, depending on the volume, there's a lot of factors that go in that. But if you're just looking for straight clip, that's where it's at. All right, uh, RAM MBX 15. Hey guys, I installed a LC2 on a 2015 Chevy. And I could get, I cannot get uh, to get louder. Has three MVX tens with the MVX Jack 1200 RMS. Could be the stock radio because they're not helping. Well, stock radios never help, and and you know, like you've seen in our videos, when we're, when, sometimes when we're we're getting ready to hook up high level, we'll go ahead and throw the RTA on it so we can see what's coming out of the factory radio. Um, so, in some cars, the rear speakers are crossed over higher from the factory, believe it or not. They put crossovers on the factory speakers. Yeah. So, those factory speakers actually have an active crossover on them. So, like, if you tap into the rear speaker as opposed to the front speaker, um, it, you might lose bass. That's why we say play, play the music you're intending to play and play it at a normal listening level. Go ahead and put your ear to that speaker that you're going to tap into for the high level and make sure it's playing the sound that you're trying to amplify. So in this case, subwoofer, you want to make sure that the speaker you're using as the high level is playing the most bass possible. Sometimes that's the front door speaker, sometimes that's the rear speaker, but definitely check that. But at the end of the day, all factory decks are going to have some form of a high pass filter 
built into them yeah. to limit their performance. So yeah, anytime you take out a factory rate and go aftermarket, you're, you're gonna get more base. That's why everyone is really, that's why the EQ DSP market is so popular right now because uh, it allows you to kind of force the issue. So you can do a thing that's called de-equalization, meaning if it's doing this, you can push this up to get it to where it's a usable amount of signal. All right, um, I want to keep my factory radio on a 2010 build lacrosse, uh, running sub and highs amp. Can I use a pack or I need something like a LC7i? Well, just like we just talked about, at the end of the day, you're going to be limited in performance. You can use an LC7i, you can use a pack, it doesn't matter. But if you're trying to improve the overall sound quality of the system, you're going to want to look into getting some form of an EQ DSP, whether it be using something like the Access Simple High Level to Low Level uh, slash uh, DSP, or using a uh, uh, audio control DM608, or using the uh, a uh, what is it, the DSR1. Yeah, you know. This, this guy right here. These devices allow you to go in and tune the system. So otherwise, you're just gonna take that signal that's coming out of the radio, however it is broken into, and re-amplify that, and that's all you're gonna get. So if it sounds crappy now, the speakers, yes, are gonna make it sound better, but they're only gonna do so much. All right, um, have you did any double-din radios in a second generation Dodge Dakotas like 1997 to 2001 with a half one and a half in no most of the time we get those in that they're so eggshelled up meaning they're so fragile that there would be no way for us to do anything like that they would just fall apart okay best double dean radio with the volume knob not push button any brand or interruption volume knob yeah um that would be Kenwood. That'd be Kenwood. So, yeah. if you like volume now, there you go. Check this out. This is the new 595. And look at that. It's got a volume knob. So, and this is the better one, too. This one has, we'll talk about this more in another video. But this is the brand new one. So, yeah, check out this guy if you want a volume knob. All right. Um, Real quick, if you need something that has a volume knob and you want to do Android Auto or Apple CarPlay, you want to check out a Sony. The XAV100 or 200. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, I didn't finish typing, but my pack LP72 is giving me my sub pop noise when I when the car it's off. It's a 2017 Mustang. Sub pop. Yeah. Maybe it's um, noise canceling. No, I don't think that. No, the Mustangs really don't have that. Um, okay, so need more information on that. Is it the Sony system in there or is it just a basic system? The other thing too is where do you have the gains set on the amplifier? If you have the gains turned up too high, you're going to get some pop when it turns off. But yeah, so there's a couple things that could also be causing that. Gains, grounds, check the ground. If you have a Pioneer amp, you're going to get the noise too because Pioneers just pop naturally. Um, uh, so yeah, what else yeah. you got? All right, say, uh... Mifey, I ask again, how do you guys deal with so many questions, inquire and whatnot from the videos? So Facebook-wise, Fernando tries to tackle that when it comes to questions like that. We feel we do the two live shows where we get all these questions, which allows you guys to ask us, which honestly, I prefer doing this 
as opposed to sitting there doing this for hours on end. Um, I try to, anytime I post a video, I usually wait like 24 hours before I go back and try to answer the questions that are in the videos if there are questions. Um, and then after that, if I have any free time, I go through and I'll try to answer any specific questions that I can find. But it's getting nearly, it, it is impossible at this point to try to keep up with all the questions that we're getting. Mm -hmm. But, and, and that's why like the podcast, uh, the podcast, we take questions um, that we've answered throughout, the, or questions that we've had throughout the week and we answer more questions on that. So we do a little bit of talking and then we take some of the questions from the social networks, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube, and we answer those in the podcast. Um, so we just we, we try to answer as much as we can. All Sound right. man, boom. All right, Pioneer used to make uh, Double D Navi uh, AVIC N1. Yes. Do you think they will ever make, make it so they can record from the front camp? Yes. To the SD card and the NEX? Uh, I don't know if you're going to see that in the NEX, but you will see that. Um, there's Rydeen. Rydeen, I think right now, that's a company that makes a DVR for uh, camera systems. Um, you know, Kenwood has their front camera that integrates with their new radios, that the camera actually does the recording, but you can see the camera's action on the radio. Yeah. Um, I, yes, I feel all that stuff is coming. It's just going to take time. Uh, these guys aren't the fastest people in the world. All right. Um, what's uh, any info about the module for the DM and 10 audio control? Uh, no, the last time I talked to Chris there, we talked about a totally different topic. I think that's still on track for, you know, the first part of the summer. All right. Um, Brian, I have a question. My kicker arm 1200.1 arm goes into protection. Uh, when I turn the gains, more than a 60 up. I don't know if the amp is damaged or I need have to have a better ground. I have a 243 CWR12s, two ohms. So the reason, okay, so if you're turning up the gain and the amp goes into protection, you could be overloading the input section of the amplifier. Every amp has a, a certain amount of distortion that they can take into the input that's called clipping and once it hits that clip point or it just straight DCs into it or you turn the gain up too high the amplifier is going to protect itself and it's going to go into uh, it's, it's going to shut Jason's online hey Jason what's up buddy it's going to shut itself off yep. or go into protection so you know if you have a 5 volt radio and you have an amplifier it's not, a, it's not a volume knob, it's a gain control. It's designed to match the output voltage of the radio, input sensitivity of the amplifier. So if you have five volt out, you need to set it to five volt in. That's how that works. If you have five volt out and you set it really sensitive to where it thinks it only has like a two volt input, then yeah, you're going to, at higher volumes, clip the amplifier. Um, that might not be the problem, but that's usually what's going on. Do you need a better ground? Your ground should match your power. So if you have a four gauge power, you should have a four gauge ground. It should be a nice sanded bolt somewhere in the trunk. Mm -hmm. um, not going to a seat rails or anything silly. You know, it's a nice, nice solid bolt. You shouldn't be able to wiggle it or anything like that. All right, hey guys. Uh, for hey a, from Quebec. Yeah. Uh, for a true ignition source on a G35 coupe, 
uh, for the Stinger 200 amp Stinger battery. I tell you what, for that question for the true ignition source, after the video, either get to us on Facebook or get to us in the comments and we'll look that one up for you. I have to get into an app to find that. But yeah, we yeah. can help you with that for sure. Or you can type that in the end of That's the... That's what I'm saying, after the video yes, or... Yes, in the end of the video, yeah, type it. Yeah, ask that question and we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. look that up for you. I would like to... Okay, let's see... Um, how do you feel about punch-out brown subwoofers? You know... Audio is audio. If, if you got 50 bucks and you can find a $50 woofer, and great. If it does what you want it to do, at the end of the day, anytime you spend money, you have a reasonable expectation. As long as your expectation meets the product and money you're spending, then you should be happy. You know, there, there's so many inexpensive brands out there and there's so many expensive brands. It just comes down to what you can afford and what you expect, you know. That's it. I mean, is, is one band is one brand better than the other? Of course it is. That's just silly to assume it's not. But, you know, if you can afford a $50 woofer and you just want bass, go buy a $50 woofer so you can have bass. I mean, you know, I, like my hobby is photography. So, you know, do I need a $6,000 camera? No. Do I have a $6,000 camera? Hell no. I'm a car stereo installer. You know, can I take pictures with my iPhone? Yes. Uh, do I use a DSLR? Yes. But there again, it just comes down to what, you know, the, the best camera is the one you have in your hand. The best subwoofer is the one you can afford. So, you know, yeah. we're always chasing something better. Yes, we always should. We should always strive to improve. We should always strive to get the best equipment we can. You know, when I started doing this back in the 90s, 80s, 80s, shit, okay. When I started doing this back in the 80s, I had some really bunk-ass crap. I mean, we made my first box uh, uh, out of a desk and some Pampers boxes, and we had some JSE subwoofers. I, I don't even know what the Jet Sound Electronics. It was crap, but it was what we could afford. I had two JSE 10s and two Peerless Tweeters. Peerless Tweeters were running off a Walkman in my dash because I couldn't afford a stereo. So, I mean, was I happy? Oh, God, yes, I was happy, man. I was bumping some too short. I was happy as could be. So... But I had a reasonable expectation. I knew it was going to suck, so I exceeded my expectation. So. All right. Uh, is the DSR one is better than the Pack and Pro four? And do they do the same thing except for the DSR one have a DSP? Okay. So, is the DSR one better than the Amp Pro? Depends. If you want all the features that a DSR one has, meaning you want time correction, you want a 32-band EQ. Uh, you want to be able to do multi-system controls with eight-channel yeah. output, then the DSR-1 is better. The DSR-1, at its basic core setting, is capable of doing what an Amp Pro is doing, meaning you can plug it into a factory premium sound system and get preamp level output. Uh, the DSR-1 is going to give you eight channels of output. The, radio, the PAC Amp Pro is only going to give you six channels of output. Yeah. Um, the just comes down to how much time you want to spend on it. I mean, at the end of the day, the AMP piece, AMP Pro, if you want to go to like a Helix processor or a bit processor or a, any form of other processor, you can do that with an AMP Pro. You would never do that with a DSR-1. The nice thing about the DSR-1 though is the DSR-1 also will integrate into a aftermarket radio. So let's say you have a factory radio, you buy a DSR-1, you put it in the car and six months later you're like I'm just over this factory radio and you decide you want to put something in that's CarPlay, Android Auto or whatever the cool new feature is, you can plug your aftermarket radio right into a DSR-1 because the DSR-1 has high level and low level input. So there's a few more things it'll do. Alright, uh, can I install a six and a half coaxial 
uh, with a separate Twitter, I have a 2008 Corolla. I'm worried about changing the ohms from the head unit to the amp. I'm trying to figure out how this question is actually being asked. So, I mean, okay. Can you put a set of coaxials in the front? Let's say add a set of tweeters. Yes, you can do that. Uh, that'll work just fine. Um, we do that a lot of the times. You know, when we're talking, designing a system for a customer and they say, hey, I want it to be loud, then we'll say, all right, the easiest way to get it loud is more speakers. You only have four channels of amplification. How can we make it louder? We're going to put a set of coaxials in the bottom. We're going to set a, put a set of tweeters up where the tweeter goes. You'll have four tweeters instead of two. That's going to give you more sound. It's going to make you smile and make you happy. Um, most tweeters have crossover networks on them that will fool the radio into thinking the ohm load is a little bit off, So, um, which is the easiest way to say that. Uh, so yeah, you're fine. You can hook right. it up to a radio that 18 watts by four, rocking power. Yes. Ah, uh, okay. So, 2,000 watts on the sub, 18 watts on the high. Question: Why you guys never answer on Instagram? Uh, because honestly, I don't ever see. It's just to put a picture. I mean, we put pictures know. up every now and then. We do this. We do the Facebook Live. So it, it all comes back to the original question: How do we keep up with all of that? Um, I'm trying to answer. There isn't a ton of questions we get on Instagram. If you DM me on Instagram, I will never respond because I don't ever check my DMs. Um, we do enough question and answer on other formats that just ask us there. I mean, we're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Go there. All right. Uh, what do I need to keep my steering wheel controls on my 2008 Tahoe using a 4200 NEX? You're going to want to go to pack-audio.com. You're going to probably want to pick up an RP4 GM something something. Uh, that's going to integrate in and allow you to integrate into the car, keep your wrap, keep your accessory, keep your steering wheel controls. Um, if you want to keep your OnStar, you're going to need an RP5 version of that, but check out an RP4. So, yeah. All right. This is so, like, similar. Uh, Thomas, hello, gentlemen. On a Honda Odyssey 2014, I'm installing a 4201. Any way to retain my rear seat entertainment? Ooh. I honestly don't have an answer for that. That's not uh, I darling? No, they don't make anything for that. They don't, make, that. They don't make anything for that. Um, the question I was at, okay, so... Anytime you're trying to retain your rear seat entertainment, the fr and, and there's obviously no listing or anybody has any parts or no one mentions anything, the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to pull the factory radio and see if it works once the radio is re removed. If the unit dies totally, like there's nothing, then we're going to see what in the radio is keeping it on. And, and through process of elimination, sometimes you have to relocate the radio somewhere into the car so that it stays in. Um, but honestly, I, I don't, I don't know on that one off the top of my head. I'm sorry. Next. All right. Um, I heard the new Pioneer head units have five volt output. This is true. Right now, if you heard something about Pioneer, it's probably you're hearing rumors because Pioneer is not putting out any documentation whatsoever on their new units. They've talked about them. They, they mentioned things at CES that, that if you were lucky enough to get pulled into the special room, as kinky as that sounds. But, you know, everyone that I'm talking to at Pioneer trying to get information out of them, they either don't know shit or That's aren't saying gun. anything. So, yeah. I, are they going to have five volts? It would be a first for Pioneer. I hope they do. That would be cool. You know, that way they could go head to head with uh, Kenwood. Everyone All right. would be happy. 
Are there any Pioneer head units that support iPod Classic 160 gigabytes audio and video playback? I think they all still support the iPod Classic. You just have to get the right cable to do it. So in the right format for the video. Well, no, it's not that. It's what what you used to. <sighs> so what you used to have to do. You know what? No, they probably don't. Because what they used to have is they used to have the aux cable and the USB used to be tied into one port so that you'd use the USB as the power and the music and you'd use the aux cable as the video input. So none of them really do that anymore. However, you could get you could pick up an, a class yeah, so you could pick up the classic iPod cable that's a 30 pin to USB slash aux and you could just or just straight up aux and plug it into the aux jack on the radio and do audio video through that. But yeah, I don't think any of them control that anymore. However, if you want to check, you can go to pioneerelectronics.com. You can type in the model of radio that you're looking at and you can actually go to the instruction manual and the install portion of it, type in iPod in the search and go right to iPod installation type and see if they still make a cable for that particular radio. All right, Robert, he finally caught the YouTube live. That's hey, it's nice. Jeff Smith, which brings us to another iSimple has a cable for the iPod issue. There you go. There you now, go. Jeff Smith right there that is on the screen. He yeah. is the pack slash, he works for Amp of America. Amp of America is Stinger, Pack, um, trainer, the Phoenix Gold, yes. uh, Best Kit. He's the trainer. And the nice thing about it is he's going to be on the Facebook Live show. On Monday. Uh, and that part number is an IS-76. He's going to be on the Facebook Live show Monday. So our special guest Monday is Mr. Jeff Smith from Amp of America. These guys. We're going to be talking all kinds of stuff. So if you have pack-specific right questions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I simple. It's also them. Strange how we have all their shirts. Hmm. hmm. Weird. They do make schmediums, so, you know, that's why you like them. I but anyways, yeah. Jeff Smith will be on the show, so if you guys aren't focused. So if you guys have any questions that are going to have anything to do with those brands, this is the guy to ask because he's a national sales trainer. So he flies all around the country and trains guys on how to sell, install, how this stuff works. Uh, Phoenix Gold products, the 808 or whatever it's called, the DSP that they make, he knows all about that stuff. So it's going to be fun Monday to have him on. We're going to pick his brain. Uh, we're going to talk classic uh, car audio a bit because why not? He's also been an installer of the year. So if any of you guys know anything about that, he's actually one installer of the year. So he's the real deal, Holyfield. Uh, and I'm happy to have him on the show. So make sure you guys check out Monday. Yep. Or, of course, you can check out the podcast, which we do Monday. We broadcast that as a podcast yes. or of course tuesday night is the or tuesday is the rebroadcast um, of here here on youtube yeah. is the rebroadcast of the monday show so you're definitely going to want to check it out and hear what he has to say all right i have a 2015 going. yeah i have a 2015 nissan altima okay uh that's what we did today right uh yes. i replaced the factory radio with the Pioneer 2300 NEX, I want to replace my factory speakers and add an amp. Also okay. an 8-inch subwoofer. Uh, I'm on a budget getting married. Congratulations, okay. man. Ball and chain, way to go. <laughs> um, Been married 23 years, so I can say that. Wow. Alright, so if you're looking for something like on a budget that's going to power that, you're going to want to check out like a Kenwood. Kenwood has the 801.5. 
Um, Hello, which, Australia. Which, if you're unfamiliar with the 801.5, I think we've reviewed it. <laughs> and oh, what? No, he's a uh, hello from Australia. Do you hear it's okay? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I got a. I don't. I don't know if you can. No. Can you see it? No. no. Okay. Anyways, I did cut my hair though because it was driving me crazy. <laughs> the other day I was like in the video it was all. Anyways, all right. The 801.5 is yeah. a five-channel Pioneer X. I'm sorry, is a Kenwood Exelon amplifier five channels. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with old school car stereo, which is here on YouTube, go check it out. His last video, he took the 801.5 and the yeah. 9605 Pioneer amplifier and did a head-to-head -head comparison between the two. And the, the, the they were both great, uh, but the Kenwood, which is our favorite, did exceptionally well. We sell them both, so we, we, we use tons of them. But that amplifier has a great retail price. It's really inexpensive. As far as speakers go, um, Pioneer makes the new TSDs, which are really nice. You can also get into some of the Kenwood Exelons, which are also at a really good price point. Um, you could also look at like Focal Auditor. Uh, you could look at some Hertz DT speakers. As far as an eight inch goes, um, Pioneer makes the Shalomot eight inch. I don't know what you're looking at for eight inch. I'm not a big fan of eight inch. I personally like to go with a 10 or a 12. Um, for those, you know, there's tons of, of factory boxes, meaning like Kicker makes a factory 10 and 12 box. Uh, Rockford makes a factory 10 and 12 box. If you want to go down firing, Kenwood, Pioneer, and all the other guys make down firing. They're really nice. So, yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, I put a Rockford Fosgate P3 in my 2015 Chrysler 200. I tossed my alternator about a month later oh. with 40K on the car. Anything I can do to protect my alternator, cap, new amp, anything. Well, okay, so your alternator dying in the car probably was just pure coincidence. I mean, with the thousands and thousands of, of systems we've put in over the years, I mean, I've got 28 years of doing this, I have very rarely ever had anyone blow up an alternator. Not saying it doesn't happen, but, you know, we were driving and a transmission fell out. It's not like I'm going to stop driving. Um, I, I'm, I'm gonna go with it was probably just pure coincidence. Uh, stiffening capacitor is gonna add more stress into the system, so I wouldn't recommend doing that. Um, as long as you have adequate power wire run from the front to the back of the car, so you're not adding any of that problem into it. Also, you might wanna check the factory grounds in the car. Make sure that they're adequate. Everyone always calls it the big three. Um, I don't know why, do as many grounds as you need, but make sure you have nice big four gauge grounds going from the battery to the frame, from the frame to the block, from the block to the frame. You know, make sure those are all really nice too, and then you'll be okay. All right, uh, Melinda Baker say, I work in electronics in Indianapolis. Oh, yes, cool. I'm a female and I know something about radius. That's awesome. That's good, there you go. I'm, um, I'm, I'm down for that. That's yeah. why Haley's on the show because I, I feel this this industry. Listen, you know when when Gina Harmon owned Harmon, which is JBL and all those, you know, Infinity. Mm -hmm. They were the only California like guys that didn't put didn't exploit women because over the years all you've ever seen is like half naked women holding amplifiers, and it's like that is the most sexist thing ever. Um, no, I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a dad of a daughter. I, yeah. I want to see, you know, she plays soccer. She's got bruises. She gets hit. I'm all for it, man. I, you know, that's nice. Man. I, I want to. I would love to see this industry With grow a little yeah. and mature. That's awesome. All right. Uh, 
Warren. Actually, one of the best trainers ever was a, a lady that worked at um, Kenwood. Really? Oh, yeah, she was awesome. She knew her stuff, man. All right. Um, I'm making a room full of guys feel like idiots. The Subwoofers Orion are any good? Um, you know, Orion is owned down in Miami, I think, now yeah, by that no. company. Um, I mean, we saw a ton of them when we were out at Daytona last year, mm -hmm. and they all looked really, really impressive. So, I mean, if you're down for the SPL stuff, I, you know, I would say check them out. I mean, we really haven't had any experience with them, and all the SPL guys around here that we deal with, uh, they don't run them. So, I don't know. Thank you, Derek. Derek say, if you didn't, Fernando, uh, help you, please go to Google and leave a review. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes, and for all you guys that have left us Google reviews, you guys are awesome. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. It means a ton. Um, it is really great. I mean, our, our community, this, this car audio community that is developing around this channel and other channels like us, like Old School Car Stereo, like Car Stereo, etc. Like, what's Jason's channel? Uh, car st uh, Stereo King. Stereo Kings. Sorry, Sorry Jason. Yep. Uh, a lot going on up there right now. Um, and if I, you know, Steve Mead, Soundman, you know, Cardo Fabricators. Yeah. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss a ha the real Maddie. Yes. Um, you know, this is a real great community, and I'm real happy that we're becoming a part of it. Um, you know, it, it, Did you say James. I, I, yep. I mentioned James okay. Car, Car etc. Yep. Um, you know, it, it's it's awesome that this is this is something we can do. Yeah. Um, I've done car audio my whole life, and I know a lot of you guys out there. Uh, we, we hear it every day. You guys tell us it's like I used to do car audio, and then I found your channel, and I can't wait to buy my next in dash cd player i can't wait to put a subwoofer for my car because you just forgot about it you know it was like you just moved on life took over and, and carado left uh, and now that youtube is what it is and the ability for us to reach out and communicate with you guys has really you know which was always our goal was to get people that are interested in it more interested in it and, and, and keep this moving because yeah. at the end of the day I, I still have to pay for haley's college all so. right somebody say <laughs> who sells stingers in hawaii so, uh, that's a great question. I honestly don't know. I could find out for you. And if you ask me in the end of this the video, of the video type or, or email or, or not email us, uh, ask us on Facebook. I can contact my buddy Artie at, at uh, America, America yeah. and yeah. I can find out who the retailer is uh, in Hawaii. Yeah. All right. They can do that for me. Uh, let's see. I need a wire harness for a 2011 Volvo semi truck. Do they make? Do they make it? So. I can add more, a more than head unit, yes. The semi-trucks typically use some form of a generic white, a generic adapter. Um, honestly, I have no idea. Uh, if you took the har if you took the radio out and maybe took a picture of it and sent it to us through like Facebook or something like yeah, that, we can, then we could do we a little research and see if we can figure if there's something that would work. Certified, certified sounds. There we go. Certified hey. sounds in Hawaii is apparently the dealer. There Thank you, you Mr. Thank Smith. You. See? Look at that. Can't wait till Monday, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right. So let's see. Uh, quick question. What adapter do I need to hook up my radio antenna on my 2007 Ford Expedition? It has the premium system, including the subwoofer and the DVD monitor. So there again, if you guys are looking for parts, the easiest thing to do is go to pack-audio.com. Yeah. You can type in the year, make, and model of your car. Yeah. And all those parts are right there. That you can you can specifically. 
spe uh, specify which parts you're looking for, um, and, and, they'll, and they'll, they'll be all right there. Honestly, I, I, I stop. I don't have to order that stuff anymore, so I forgot all the monitors. It's a BHA or BAA something, maybe a BA20. I don't know. All right. Um, but yeah, sorry. New Gator. Uh, inside an Alpine INEW977HD. Okay. In the 2011 Yukon. Yep. With the factory ball system. Yep. Should I use the high or low ball speaker connectors? Higher low volt speaker connectors. Mm -hmm. Oh well, okay. So that just depends on what smart harness you're using. So for example, if you're doing that and using like a Pack Audio RP5, an RP5, you use the speaker levels because the adapt in the adapter itself, uh, it has a uh, choke built into it. So it has two inputs. One is for high level, and one is so one would be for amplified system, one would be for non-amplified system. Um, so that's that's now if you get an RP4, an RP4 just has a set of RCAs on it. If it has a Bose system, you'd use the RCAs. So it, it just depends. So if you let's say you have an RP4, I'm assuming maybe because you're asking this question, should you use the RCAs or the speaker level? If you have Bose, you'd use the RCAs. I hope that helps. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. My bad. All right. Uh, in most cases, will you consider? Work to get adapters and put six and a half coaxial listen to the five cents five by seven coaxials at the same price range. Hmm. I'm gonna okay if I'm doing like a Ford and it okay depends on the system I'm building. If I'm doing a Ford and it has five by sevens, um, and I don't need a component, I'm gonna just buy a five by seven. So, like Rockford makes you know my favorite loudest, baddest five by seven is the. Uh, power series 5x7. It's 5x7, 6x8, same speaker. Um, they're incredibly loud. They're awesome. If I need a component, there again, depending on what I'm designing, Focal makes in the integration series a 5x7 uh, tweeter component. Now, 5x7 is going to have a little bit more mid bass than a 6.5. Now, however, if I'm looking at like putting in a set of K2s, obviously they don't make 5x7s. I'm going to buy the six and a half tweeter and make some plates. Just depends what we're trying to do here. All so. right. Yeah. Uh, hey, I have a 2006 Toyota Tacoma and the steering wheel controls. Hold on one second. Is, it, is there a true high res app for iPhone? Title is really the only app that is going to do anything high res. And it's like 25 bucks a month. So check out the title app. See what that'll do for you. While All this right. is live. Yes, this is live, Rich. Yes, Rick. it is. Okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, so 2006 Toyota Tacoma, the same wheel controls there mess mess it up sometimes. The head units of 4200 NEX, and I'm using the Metra steering wheel control adapter. I tried to program in some problems and replace it. So, all right. I mean, it, it's no it's no secret that we're not the biggest Metra fans in the world. Um, we buy Metra products. I hate their steering wheel control adapters. Um, Do you like the new dash kit? So, um, you know, here's the thing. There, there's, you do what you're comfortable with. And when it comes to steering wheel controls, I've been using the, the pack um, steering wheel control interfaces since they came out. Uh, they make sense to me. I like the fact, I, I hate black boxes of any kind. Anytime I have to do a black box that magically does anything and I have no way to troubleshoot it, I, I get frustrated because it's like I, I want to be able to hit a button or check a wiring or anything like that. Um, 
those steering wheel controls aren't really designed around that, whereas the pack are. Now, a lot of people hate the pack because you actually have to push buttons and programming and turn dials and set things. They want to just go push the volume and it works. I want to turn a dial, say I'm putting in a Pioneer, and then hit the button and say, yeah, it's going to Nissan, and then program it the way I want it to be. So if I want multi-function buttons, so I buy a CP2, I want it to answer and hang up on the same button, and I want to program something as voice that doesn't necessarily be voice, it's just a circle on the di I want to be able to do that. So I always use, we use the pack stuff. Yeah. Um, every well, now say, and then. He say they used to work for a year. Like yeah. A year and then it just fun. stopped and yeah. it went crazy. Mm -hmm. So that happens with pack two. And the nice thing about the pack is I get it in here. I go, you know, do, 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 and I program it and I send do, it on do, do, its do. way. I don't, you know, it's real simple to do and I can test things. So to me, that's what makes sense. Um, but do, does it happen? Yes. Every now and then we'll get a car in and all of a sudden the steering control stop working. And you're like, what the heck? You unplug it, you plug it back in. If it works, great. Um, if it doesn't, you just go in, you reprogram it, and hopefully you won't see it again for another year. Uh, SWI CP2 is super easy, and yeah. We could talk about that on Monday, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CP2, which we've talked about before. We showed the app, we've, we've held it up, and we, you know. Uh, I have title Hi-Fi subscription. It is awesome, but did not know there is a true high-res iPhone app. There is an iPhone app, and it is CarPlay compatible now. Uh, hey, John, what's up, buddy? How you there been? You um, they are the best. Uh, any thoughts on the... Okay. Let's see. I bought a pair of Hertz Millie, uh, 1650.3. Should I buy them these speakers or go active? Um, okay. Alright, that, that is a great question. Should I buy amp or go active? Okay, the, the real question is, alright, what is your level of install capability? Meaning... Um, are you worried about blowing the tweeters? Uh, do you know crossovers? That kind of stuff. Um, there's no wrong way to do it. Everyone now is like, oh, you didn't go active? Oh my god, no. It robs so much power. Oh, it does so much this. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it, it steals some power. And yeah, you're stuck with whatever crossover points the manufacturer designed for the speaker. That could suck. Not really. Um, what's better? Active is always going to be better. There's no question about it. Active is always going to be better because you can design the crossover the way you want it. Is it something you should or have to do? No. Um, we do plenty of systems where, it, like the Rockford, is biampable. You can run an, uh, a channel to the mid-range. You can run a channel to the tweeter. You can do that. It's never going to have, cause you issues. Um, just do what you're comfortable with. At the end of the day, it's going to sound amazing either way. It's you're just splitting hairs. Um, what was the question about the XC90? Uh, there's a there was a question about a Volvo XC90 that was scrolling up in there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the XC90 uh, Metro just finally came out with a wiring harness for that. So if that was the question you were looking for, okay. Um, Do you guys stock the wiring harness for the Volvo XC90 to add the aftermarket radio? 2005. Okay. So there's a lot of development in the XC90 right now. Metro is just got up there again. Even though we hate Bravo, Metro, they our, they are a necessary evil and they make a harness for that car. Um, yeah, so if you need to retain like the backup sensors, the steering wheel controls, and all that fun stuff, that harness is just starting to ship. Um, so we don't, I don't think we don't have it yet, but it should be shortly. 
Okay. All right. Sorry. So, uh, let's see. Let me find. I hate it when it does this. this I know. Guy, I it's just driving I, crazy. I know. I gotta. We gotta call them. Uh, let's see. Hey guys, I own a 2013 Honda CRV EXL, which has a Bluetooth steering wheel controls along a Sirius XM. What double DIN radio would you recommend? I'm sorry. I was reading this question where it says, "Have you ever had a relay cause a parasitic draw on a battery?" I haven't had a relay do it, but I could see where a relay would, especially if a relay is corroded. Plenty of smart modules. Um, sometimes glove box lights were always a thing. Um, and then this other one where it says, would you guys ever consider selling JL? We've yes, hammered yes, that I topic that before. Um, it's not that we don't want to sell JL. We, it's that we JL it. doesn't want to sell to us yes. because there is two JL dealers that were are, are yeah. like this and they okay. do okay yeah. between the two of them they do okay in this area um plus because of all the other brands we carry jail likes to have exclusivity or have all your attention so to speak we think like like uh, the number one and uh paul is not the kind of guy that's going to settle on just having like jail in yeah. a radio he wants to sell as much stuff as possible <laughs> so you know he, he he his car stereo mentality is kind of like playing monopoly anytime you land on something you buy it um you know whether yeah. you're gonna get all three or not he doesn't care so it's like you know when a brand comes in if it's something he feels he could sell he's gonna buy it yeah um you know yeah there's just no question and it's like oh so what Fantastic. do we have this week oh let's play monopoly you know you know it's like i'll walk through stockroom sometime and i'll just see i'll be like where did where did where did those come from? Like the, the you're asking today. Yeah, yeah. Where did those come DS from? DS18s, and he's like, where did where did those? I'm like, I didn't know we had those. Where did those come from? So yeah, it, it. But as far as like JL, I don't think we'll ever be a JL dealer, just because we're not we're not the store we're not the type of store they're looking for. <laughs> uh, you we need, want to sell products. You need your own Discovery Channel show. You guys are great. That's Thank Chris. you. Thank you, Chris. Actually, you know, if, if you guys from Poland? if you guys watch Velocity, my favorite show on Velocity, because I, I usually have it on while I'm editing at nighttime, and Phantomworks, mm -hmm. that the show Phantomworks is when we've always mm -hmm. talked. I love Phantomworks. If you guys have never caught Phantomworks, check that show out. That guy and his crew, they're I, they don't even do amazing stuff. It's just their work ethic and and, and how they approach jobs. It's like it, it, yes. Totally how I feel. It's awesome. All right. Uh, hey, from Holland. Yeah, okay. That's why I say Holland. Oh, sorry. Uh, which head unit have dynamic parking lines? I darling post a video suggesting you can add that feature on your car. Um, it's only available if it's capable of reading that over the, the data bus. Uh, and the radios that will do it are the Kenwoods because the Kenwoods can use iData Plus features that they really have not promoted at all. Um, but it would only be the Kenwoods, and it's not anything that they're going, they're not really promoting it or talking about it because it's only like a few, you know? So, yeah. All but right. Nothing so to get excited. Now, Echo Master does make a camera that gives you backup, dynamic Nav backup TV. lines. Yeah, okay. It's not Nav TV. No, 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 um, no, no, no. Well, yeah, they might have Nav yeah. TV does, but um, Echo Master has it, it uses centripetal force to move the lines pretty weird yeah all right so for the question video. for the question of the 2013 Honda CRV which Bluetooth channel controls your XM he want to double the radio what do you think 
What radio should he buy? Yeah. Really? How did that question get asked? <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, all the radios will be able to give you those features. Uh, it just really comes down to uh, what, What's what up, you Christian? like. How you doing, buddy? Um, you know, do you want do you want CarPlay? Do you want Android Auto? Do you want a six inch? Do you want a seven inch? Do you need a DVD player? Do you not need video. a DVD player? Um, there's a ton of there. Okay. When you're looking at like, okay, so we carry three brands. We carry Pioneer, we carry Kenwood, Kenwood Exelon, and we carry Alpine. And we also carry some the two Sony radios. Hi from UK. That's it. Those are the brands. Pick one of those, dive into it, and, and figure out which one you like. That's not to say there aren't other brands. I know there's JVC out there, um, which is actually the JVC Kenwood Corporation. So yeah. it's, it's all one little guy. Everyone, they're all making the same money. Jay loves Phantom Works. Um, but pick one of those radios that makes sense to you and the features that you like mm -hmm. and, and get it. Um, there's two types of screens that are available. You have capacitive touch and clear resistive. Capacitive touch is uh, what your phone has on it. It's going to be more expensive. And clear resistive is the cheaper radios that go for less money. So, yeah. All right. Uh, when will the new Kenwood so, radios be in stock? Um, we're shooting, I think when we talked to Bill. I mean, we have it in stock. No, no, the new Kenwood radio. Oh, the new, the new, oh, new ones. The new, Slow new down ones. there, you. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm like, <laughs> we ain't got We them. have some. Uh, I, I think they're, they're the second quarter. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be seeing it second quarter. Um, okay. what time is it? Uh, I don't know. It's All right, seven o'clock. What hey, time is it? Guy, it's time to go. Um, I know, uh, had a ton more clip. What do you think of the Halo? I don't know yet. We'll let you know next week. Yes. Um, but that's going to be it for tonight, guys. Uh, thanks for so Thank much for, for the watching. questions. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for everything, as always. If you guys need five-star shirts, you can get yep. them at Teespring slash store slash five-star. DNF tool drawer for all your tool needs. I went ahead and added in the depinning tools that I used in the video yeah. that I said were in the store. They are there now. So if you guys need a set of depinning tools, uh, you can get them in the store. Um podcast don't forget the podcast you can find the podcast on podbean yeah. itunes and the google play store um or whatever the hell it's called google yeah music um what else am i missing uh oh yeah uh, uh, patreon if you guys want to support the show you can find us on patreon thank and, you and and uh thanks all you guys don't for forget your, for your, monday your google monday support. night monday night have jeff smith, smith. Hey. Yeah, I don't know. You guys have a great weekend as always. Be safe out there. Have fun. We're going to enjoy later. our Sundays. I'm going to go see some fish. I'm going to go and play with Sebastian. See you guys Ooh. later. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go go ahead. We just got these for Sebastian. Dr. Seuss, baby. He never heard of them. I he never, never heard, heard them. the books. He's know. seen the movies. I've seen the seen. movies, yes. Today he heard Green Eggs and Ham told by Dean. There you go. That we're was awesome. We're going to record awesome. that because that was awesome. That Dean, was good. Yeah, that was good. All right, guys. Enough of this. You guys have a Thank great you weekend. Thank you, guys. We see you guys later. See you Monday. Don't forget Monday. Jeff Smith will be on. Yep.